0: Direct suggest a new idea for uh, employee suggestions, uh, just entering kind of pre-launch phase, still pre-revenue uh, with a couple pilots going on. Uh, hopefully those convert into paid accounts here shortly as they work towards and move towards adding more and more of their employees to the base. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Riley Moore. He's the 24-year-old CEO of RM for Tech, a family-owned, family-run software company. Using his mix of technical and business influences to materialize his creative vision, their first product is Direct Suggest, the Suggestion Box Reimagined. He has over 19,000 followers on LinkedIn and has spoken at several events. Riley, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I'm excited. Thank you for having me, Nathan. You bet, man. All right, Direct Suggest. So first off, it is a SaaS company, right? Yes, it is. Okay, and what's the company do?
1: So we're the suggestion box reimagined. So getting suggestions from your employees is something that's been found invaluable. And what we do is we connect decision makers directly to employees. So their suggestions have the assurance that they arrive and do not get lost. So one of the big issues with a suggestion box, whether it's digital or not, is, is our decision makers seeing the suggestions and are they acting on them? So we've created a system with a delegation process to assure that suggestions arrived at the right, right place. And we also have things to help employee engagement, such as commenting and ranking. We have anonymous suggestions left in there as well. We're really focused on helping innovation and employee engagement.
0: That's great. And so who's paying for this, the the employer or the employees?
1: The employer pays. So it's a freemium model. It's free for companies with no more than 50 employees. And then it's no more than 50 cents per employee per month. As the company size increases, the amount they pay per employee is cheaper, and we cap it $10,000 per month.
0: What's the average company pay per month?
1: Right now, it's ranging because we have different size companies. So right now, we have some free companies. We have some larger size companies. What's the average,
0: though? Add up your total revenue, divide by your customer count, and boom, you get your average.
1: So right now, we're in an early process we're in early revenue where we are, haven't signed any contracts that are, are paid yet. They're all currently in trial process. Okay. So pre- we do revenue today. Using-
0: yes, sir. Okay. No revenue. That's great. And then when did you launch, uh, well, when did you launch the company as a whole?
1: So we launched in January of 2018. Okay. Completely so
0: just bootstrapped. That's great. So how, I mean, how have you paid your bills?
1: So we've paid our bills just on our own, our own money. Um, I'm currently splitting time between Santa Barbara, and Sacramento. We're family owned, family run. So it's both my parents, my brother and I. So we're all figuring out ways to pay the bills, get by, and then grow this company all the way up.
0: Okay. So you launched January. So you've been in market for kind of 10, 11 months. Why isn't anybody paying yet?
1: Uh, so currently we've just been going through the process of, of bootstrapping, going through a bootstrapped marketing process. We want to go with a really organic marketing process. So building connections. Through, through different things like events, through blogging, through just connections that you make, gradually build this organic awareness rather than spending lots of money. Um, so the awareness has taken a little bit longer to build. And we started getting companies really signing up in October this, month, or this year. So Nokia, Drive AI, Johnny Morris's Wonders of Wildlife Museum, they all signed up in October. We started with LinkedIn marketing. We've done Twitter. We've done Facebook. We've partnered. What do you with, mean you've uh, done these? Like, how much have you spent are... on these? So we haven't spent any money on Facebook, haven't spent any money on Twitter. We've spent around 500 bucks on LinkedIn. And that's all the money that we've spent. We've okay. spent less so than $2,000 $2, overall. How many,
0: how many trials do you have?
1: We have six trials right now.
0: Okay, and what do you have to do on these trials to make sure that at the end they convert to paying customers?
1: So what we need to do is we just need to make sure that it, the Suggestion Box Reimagined is successfully performing for them. It's something that's working successfully, both being a direct communication channel is two-way, it's easily accessible. And so what we're really doing is we believe in our product and we just give them the product. We let them use it. If they like it from there, they can sign up and, and launch through their whole company we've also sorry
0: how do you define these things though right i mean there has to be activation metrics like they sign up at least 10 employees the employees give at least three reports on like the employer the employer actually takes you know advantage of those three reports to like get value i mean like try and be more specific for me here what do you have to do from an action perspective to make sure these guys sign up at the end
1: yeah so we have a whole onboarding process we deal with so we have regular emails that we send. We have the intro email. We have in emails that we send throughout the process that helps them either with setting up departments and categories, helping sign up more employees, bring more employees into the system. We'd send them blogs. Uh, we go through a customer onboarding process where we're constantly monitoring them we're constantly interacting to make sure if they need any sort of help to see how they're doing so far all the companies they successfully have signed up within one day and have had suggestions already going so suggestions and votes and comments how as well. many
0: suggestions in the first day typically
1: so uh nokia they had one johnny morris had a couple and drive had one so
0: and what do they also, do with the, those the, once they get them what's the company do with them
1: so with the direct suggest, once an employee leaves a suggestion, it's left with the gatekeeper. A gatekeeper oversees suggestions for specific departments or categories in specific regions or locations. From there, the gatekeeper can respond to the employee who made the suggestion. So it's not They can not forward anonymous. it along to other decision makers. It's There's an anonymous option. So the organization, if they want to allow anonymous suggestions... They can allow for that, and then when an employee makes a suggestion, there's a checkbox that they can leave it anonymous that way. They can't tell which employee left it, they will see it though, based off of the department or category that they're overseeing.
0: See, I think, that, I think the challenge with this is like the attribution loop, right? Like, so what is the actual, that va- like, okay, when Facebook launched, they knew they had to get seven friends to a new user in the first week for you to be sticky, right? And then you're gonna stick, Expensify, right? A B2B SaaS company. They know when an employee, an employee downloads their app, they've got to submit at least three receipts in the first three days to have a customer lifetime value of at least a thousand bucks, right? Like for everything you're telling me, it seems like it's not defined. It's kind of like you're figuring out which is fine. I'm just trying to figure out what are you very intentionally building tests around? Is it, is it number of employees onboarded? Is it number of suggestions and number of votes? What's the metric?
1: Our metric is really number of suggestions. Then from there, our second metric would be votes and comments. I see. So the, the amount of employees, we're really focusing on providing a solution similar to Slack where companies of any size, any industry can be using it. And so the size of employees, the amount of employees that are signing up, that's not necessarily important for us with the trial process. They might just go in one department, focus on one department. We're really focused on the engagement that comes from our solution. And then also the actions that are coming from that within the organizations that are using it.
0: Okay. So I mean, so how do you, how many suggestions? when did Nokia launch What month, October? Yes. How many suggestions have they processed to date? They have a handful. Okay. Across how, and, and how many employees does Nokia have?
1: They have uh, 17 people in there right now.
0: Okay. 17 people and a handful of suggestions. So like, how do you know if that's good or bad? Are they likely, if you told them today you have to start paying, would they pay? Yes. So why not? Why don't you ask them to pay?
1: Uh, Well, we haven't, we aren't going to just tell them, you pay for our software. Now we're going through the process of letting them see if this is a solution that they want to use. And then, from there, they can make the decision on if they want to bring it in. We're so confident that we're providing a solution that's going to take companies and help them with efficiency, engagement, hey, but Riley, Sorry,
0: but so test that. Put up, the, like, why not put up the paywall? You've been doing this now for 10, 11 months. Why not? If you have confidence in that. See, I don't think you have confidence in that, by the way. That's why I'm pushing here. If Put the paywall and see if they pay.
1: Well, can you repeat that, please? I didn't catch the end Yeah, of no,
0: I'm just saying, why don't you put up the paywall and see if they pay? If you have confidence in there that you're adding value, test it. See if they pay.
1: What what do you mean by testing and see if they pay? Put up a paywall. Ask them to pay. Yeah, we we just we we don't want to be from a culture standpoint, from arm for tech, from how we stand with our family-owned, family-run business. We don't want to be pushy. We want to provide solutions that are affordable and easy to use, and, and, and have the proof within. Well, our Riley, solution. you're
0: really affordable right now because no one pays anything. My, like my point is, like if you want to build a business and if you believe in this product. To put more resources on it, you need more capital. So you either go raise capital or you get it from customers. But right now, you, whether you just don't want to or you're too friendly or you're too nice or you don't think they'll pay for it, you haven't asked people to pay. It's not about being pushy, but you have to you have to make money in order to build a more valuable product.
1: Yeah, sure. And we understand that. And we're going through these trial processes. And like I said, for example, with Nokia or Drive, it's been a little bit over a month. So we don't want to just push them right into it. We've thought about different trial methods and we could have done a 30 day trial where they had the limit and they stopped. We chose to go with something similar to Braintree where we left them with a sandbox where we aren't going to give them a time limit. We're going to give them the solution, see if they enjoy it, see if it's something that they're going to make a difference with. We're going to stay with them with customer onboarding through emails, constant communication, making sure the solution is working perfect for them. But from there we don't want to push them.
0: Okay. It's not about pushing. You're just shooting revenue with like negative connotation. It's about understanding what value metric they have to hit where they're happy to pay. And that's what I'm not understanding from you. If you're just going to let them play with it for free forever, well, then why would, why would they ever pay?
1: Because they're only able to use it for 50 people. So for an organization of Nokia, our trial, you can only put in up to 50 employees. So Nokia, they have tens of thousands of employees. This is something that they can use within a department or two. They can get a feel for how the suggestion box reimagined works. And then from there, what they're able to do is they're able to make their decision. We, we think because we aren't giving them full access, we aren't giving them the ability to use it across their whole organization. They're going to be able to make the decision on their own, whether they want to use it or not. So your job in on onboarding to is to as quickly to as
0: possible, get them to 50, 50 team members onboarded. That's when then they make a pay or no pay decision. Yes. Okay. So, how many? We
1: we wouldn't necessarily define it that way, though, because you you want to when we were saying we're defining it more so by suggestions, comments, the engagement. So they could add up to fifty people, but if they just want to add one or two departments and really focus on the engagement and how direct suggest works within those two departments, that's fine. We aren't worried about getting to fifty employees. We're worried about the engagement that they're receiving the understanding that they have of our solution so then they can launch it across their whole organization.
0: Which would mean getting them to 50 employees. More than 50 employees. Correct. You just said you're not worried about this. See, you just said you're not worried about that. Just to be clear, everything you're doing right now, onboarding perspective, is focused on adding value to the five employees so that they are more likely to add it across more of their employees to hit 50 as quick as possible. That's a sign of value, a sign of growth, a sign of usage.
1: Correct. And through our onboarding process, we encourage them to add more departments and categories, but we're really focused on focusing on the suggestions and the engagement because that's what's going – if they think that they can make differences in efficiency, improve productivity, solve problems big and small, foster innovation, if they do these things, they think they can get that through direct suggest. From there, they're going to sign up because they have the belief in it just like we have the belief in it. Yeah, We aren't trying to push them one way or the other. We're trying to show them an example of what they can do and then from there, sign up.
0: Yeah, again, it's not, you're using negative connotation word like push. No, it's activation. If you believe in your the value of your product, no one's going to experience the value unless they actually use it. So you have to push them to use it. You have to build onboarding around usage and value. That's the only way they get to a paid plan. So I think I understand. I don't want to push this further. Um, What I want to do now is wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: My favorite business book is probably, right now I'm reading Millionaire Mindset. And while I'm only halfway through it, that's already my favorite business book. And it's something because Dean Graziosi, he really simply lays out, mindset, uh, basic things that you need to carry out through habits in your life to further your business, your successful entrepreneurship goals that you're trying
0: to set. Yeah. It's funny. So I, I hate that book. Really? Why? I I just got it right. And I like, I skimmed it and it's like, it is the fluffiest thing I've ever read in my life. It is like about rah, rah stuff with like, in my opinion, I find it very not practical. It's more like a get motivated, do what you love kind of book. But look, some books, some books are for those kinds of people. I get it. Um, number two, I thought
1: some of the lists that he included and some of that, and then also because he's dyslexic, it's kind of like a long conversation. So he really simply lays things out that I've read so many different business books. Like another one of my favorites is Gene Simmons book. There's a bunch of different ones I've read. And I think that he lays it out so much more simply than some people put it.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Number two, is there an under the radar CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Grant Goldstein. Grant, so Grant
1: Goldstein. Goldstein he, he works with this marketing agency. He's, he's a younger gentleman like myself and he's doing great things as far as it goes with building, influencing and branding around certain companies that he's working with. He's a really large following both on Instagram and LinkedIn. I think he's really exciting.
0: Number three, uh, what is your favorite online tool for building the company?
1: Uh, So right now, the tool that I really like using is HootSuite because it saves a large amount of time. So because we're bootstrapped and we're family-owned, family-run, there's four of us doing everything. So I do all the marketing with DirectSuggest and being able to save time by scheduling my posts ahead of time and and posting things, doing it through HootSuite saves a lot of time. Number four,
0: how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: I range between four and seven.
0: Okay, so we'll call it five and a half there on average. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? I'm single. No kids. No kids yet at 24, right? Married
1: to the business.
0: No. (laughs) All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew?
1: I wish that my 20 20 year old self knew that I could have gotten started with the business right then. I could have started the development of our projects right then. I didn't need to go through school. I didn't need to worry about going through all these classes and and learning through there. I could have just learned on my own. I could have been just sitting learning with my parents and we could have started earlier. So I think something that I urge everybody is, is college. It's something that's important because it's a safety net and, and there's a lot of value with that. But if you have belief in yourself and you have belief in, in entrepreneurship and things that you can create, I think that that you should just start right away.
0: Yep, guys, there you have it. Again, direct suggest a new idea for uh, employee suggestions. Uh, just entering kind of pre-launch phase, still pre-revenue uh, with a couple pilots going on. Uh, hopefully, those convert into paid accounts here shortly as they work towards and move towards adding more and more of their employees to the base. Riley, thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Thank you so much, Nathan. You have a great day.